You're listening to Weekend Edition on Michigan Radio. Well, talking about sheep as a flock may sound unremarkable and not at all playful. A murder of crows sounds much more playful. That's what they say. Good morning. I'm Rebecca Kruth. And with us now is University of Michigan English professor Anne Curzon. Hi, Anne. Good morning. Anne, we get a lot of questions about murder of crows. We do. Along with this general question of why are there all these terms for different kinds of animals when talked about as a group? And It turns out, as I've looked into the history of this, that it's not surprising, Rebecca, that so many people have written to us about this over the years, because it looks like speakers have been fascinated by how to talk about groups of animals, as well as of people, for centuries. And it has been a very playful space. (laughs) I also want to note that my dear friend Moitre's children recently asked me about this, and I am finally motivated to try to give at least something of an answer here. So Rebecca, here we go. There are some terms for groups of animals that I think feel very idiomatic and not remarkable to us. A flock of birds or sheep, a pack of dogs, a swarm of bees, a gaggle of geese, a pride of lions. Would you agree, Rebecca, those are pretty conventional? Yeah, those are pretty standard. And then we get things like a murder of crows, a mob of whales, A parliament of owls. (laughs) That one's my favorite already. I don't need to hear anymore. (laughs) That is so cute. (laughs) I know. It turns out that the first collection of these kinds of terms is in the Book of St. Albans, which is printed in 1486. And this book had sections on hawking, hunting, and heraldry. It looks like it was a compilation of earlier works, some of them in French. And the relevant section on hunting, where these terms appear, we think was written by a woman named Dame Juliana Barnes, or Berners, who may have been a prioress of a nunnery. This book was extremely popular, and that matters because it was reprinted and reprinted, and then it kept coming back It would get revived a couple hundred years later. And these terms kept coming back. Now, there's a wonderful entry on this by Michael Quinion on his website, Worldwide Words. And it is worth quoting him on some of these because he notes, this territory seems to always have been playful. Here's one quote. Though some of Dame Juliana's terms, such as business of ferrets, fall of woodcocks and shrewdness of apes are wonderful to read and have a certain resonance. Nobody seems to have used them in real life. I can't say I've heard somebody say business of ferrets, but I I like that one too. (laughs) Exactly. I thought, does that compete with a parliament of owls? Now, Quinion does note that some of the terms may have some basis in animal behavior. So for example, an exaltation of larks he describes as a poetic comment on the climb of the skylark high into the sky while uttering its twittering song. Rebecca, have you ever heard of a murmuration of starlings? Murmuration of starlings? No, but murmuration is really fun to say. It is fun to say. And Quinion says this describes the muted way to describe that chattering of a group of starlings when they come into roost in the evening. And then we have to talk about an unkindness of ravens. 
And Michael Quinion says, this refers to an old legend that ravens push their young out of the nest to survive as best they can. Now, a listener named Dawn sent us to a website with a whole lot of these names, and there you can find information such as when a group of sea lions is on land, it's known as a colony, but if the sea lions are in the water, it's a raft. <laughs> and then I want to add one last note from Michael Quinion about the way these also have been used to refer to people. So we have an old one like eloquence of lawyers, but then you get newer ones such as an intrigue of politicians. And Rebecca, I'm wondering if we should talk about perhaps a chatter of radio hosts. Oh, I love that. That's perfect. And I'm so happy that you are part of my chatter. Thanks for being here. I hope people will keep playing in this lexical space. Anne Curzan is a professor of English at the University of Michigan. We look at the evolution of language every Sunday here on Weekend Edition. If you can't always catch us on Sunday, you can subscribe to the show wherever you listen to your podcasts. And if you have a question about our ever-changing language, email us at language at michiganradio.org.